Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game 5 to 2 to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees with this 9 to nothing crusher have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. Welcome back, Yankee fan. This is episode number 65 of the Chase for 28 podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined again. Things are going good here by the podcast Paisano. AJ, what's going on? Things are going good. That's how we can say this? Uh, is, that, is that where we're going? Things are going we be, good. We must be talking about our personal lives. Oh, okay. Well, personal life, things are going good. Yankee baseball, not that so good. Things Sorry. are changing, yet they stay the same. Things are changing? Oh, I guess they're changing. They're losing more. Yes. Okay. I was going to say, yes. what is changing? Uh, well, welcome back to another episode. If you are a new listener, welcome. Thanks for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We're glad you're checking it out. We're actually live streaming this episode on our YouTube channel. So if you're watching live, thank you. Feel free to chat with us. If you are uh, listening to this on the podcast side, we might try to do some more YouTube streams. Make sure you go to our website, chasefor.com where you can get all the special magical links to the places we do stuff. All right, AJ. Let's go. This team sucks. <laughs> yeah, just about, yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. So we are out of the all-star break. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's do the trivia first. Do the trivia first. Before, okay, before right. we start, because we, we can go we can go way down the rabbit hole today. We And so we got a number. We, this is like an ant colony. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's all right, our Yankee go. baseball brain buster? All right. So the date is July 17th in the year of 1941. Here's your question. Dun, 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 dun. Joe DiMaggio's remarkable hit streak, 56-game hitting streak, ended today, 17th, 1941, but only because of two dynamite fielding plays by what Cleveland third baseman? Yeah, oh, wow. I told you it was a good one. I told you it was a good one. I, I got distracted by the fact that the 2023 Yankees suck, and you're giving me the date where the streak ends. Yeah, it's a good question, though. It's on this day in history. So you listen on this day, you, you get a good hit. You get a good question. This day in Yankee history, the answer coming up before the show ends. And I will embarrass go. myself with an attempted answer later on in the show. You got it. Let's go. Let's talk. All right. AJ, as we record this, mm. this team is 50 and 44. No, they have 50 wins. That's they have 50 wins. And uh, once again, as they have been very consistent all season long, they're in fourth place in the AL East. They are nine back of the division-leading Tampa Bay Rays. And the reality is, AJ, fourth place in the AL East means they are tied for last Yeah, the Boston Red Sox. Oh, yeah. First time they've been this far in last place. Uh, since, like, 1992? Since the 90s. In 1990. Yeah. 1990. Yeah. 
Also, uh, as we're recording this, the Baltimore Orioles swept the Marlins in their series out of the gate in the quote-unquote second half. And the Baltimore Orioles are a game out of first place, one I game behind that. the Tampa Bay Rays. That's fantastic. Good for them. You know, you know why I love that, and I talked about this last time. Because of Aaron because Hicks. Oh, they're no, doing no. it. They're doing it right. They're doing it right. That's it. It's bottom line. These teams that are they're doing it right. All right. Is it right? Or are they doing it better? Better than what? The Yankees aren't using their youth. Okay. So they're doing I mean, it right. Right is a very subjective way to look at this. Okay. I like what they're doing. I like how they're using their youth. I like how they're using these guys to to really, you know, win. <laughs> That's it. They're winning don't, with youth. Don't get me wrong. I agree. And I got a lot of things here in our notes document uh, that kind of lead us down that hole. What the youth is, what the youth is doing. Uh, so we're going to talk about youths in this episode. <laughs> More than two. <laughs> More than two. Uh, so the Yankees lose two out of three to the Colorado Rockies. AJ They've lost a number of series this season to teams that back in March they, they we probably thought they to. should be losing to. Yeah. So they've lost to the Rockies. They lost a series mm-hmm. to the Cubs. They mm-hmm. lost a series to the Reds. They lost mm-hmm. a series to the Cardinals. Right. Right. And we got a series coming up against the, the Angels, who we probably shouldn't lose to. I don't think Shohei's pitching. Okay, that's a plus. But he's still going to hit. That's true. That's true. We got Severino going on the mound to start that series Great. in Anaheim. Wonderful. <laughs> Maybe some of these guys will be auditioning. Whatever. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, want to give a big shout out and welcome our brand new hitting coach. Last time we spoke, they had just fired a hitting coach that we had no idea who he was. And uh, now Aaron Boone and the organization have brought in uh, Aaron's friend, Sean Casey. The, the mayor. <laughs> the mayor, Sean Casey. And I love it. Sean... Funny... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, say, I love it. Everybody's like, well, Sean Casey's a hitting coach now. Why is he not doing anything? Like, he had four days, and like three of those days, nobody was there. So like, what do you expect from that? Like, people who don't hit aren't just going to hit because of one guy's like, hey, great swing. <laughs> okay, I agree with, okay, anybody who thinks that whoever they hire is going to come in and change it, sorry, yeah. no. No. All right? Not, not happening. The hitting coach is the equivalent of, if we're going to go education, a guidance counselor. They're not going to make a real difference in your life, but they're going to try and be a cheerleader when things are going well, they're going to be around. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, hey, you did that well? Keep doing that. And they might give you some advice here or there. But they're not making a huge difference in Definitely. your life. And the hitting Definitely coach not. does not – because everybody hits differently. And by the time you get to this level, you have your style of hitting, right? Yes. 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 Well, go ahead. What were you going to say about Sean Casey? Tell us. No, I was, um, I was just going to say that uh, one thing he's got going for him is uh, – he did have to shave a beard, but he left a mustache as a tribute to Don Mattingly. That's nice. M- mustache looks good. Yep. Looks good. That's about all I got to say about Sean Casey. Welcome aboard. <laughs> you thought the offense was coming alive this weekend. All right, then. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Uh, let's see. One, other yeah, I mean, news items. A little bit. They do AJ, some things. Are we on some kind of delay? Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I guess so. I got a question for you. I heard you say news items, so I guess I'm really on a delay here. News items. Question for you. Yeah. Have we seen the last of Josh Donaldson mm-hmm. as he hits the IL? Yes. I, I, I think Josh Donaldson is gone. I, I think this was an injury, but it also is, is a blessing in disguise. I, I think uh, I'm going to guess Peraz is here to stay unless they trade him for something. But I think this is the end of Josh Donaldson. Good. <laughs> and uh, Peraza contributed today. <laughs> yes, the Yankees lost, but he, he did get a hit. <laughs> Drove in a run, I think. Individual right? stats sometimes, right? 
Yeah, he, he did. He got the RBI in, in the 11th. Yes. Fun fact about today's game, if you want to do fun facts. And I just saw this on sure. Twitter. Tell me a fun fact. Fun fact. This came from ESPN, not Elias. But today's game was the first time in Yankee history that the Yankees lost a game where they, at two points in the game, after the eighth inning, led by two runs. The first time ever? The first time ever when, after the eighth inning, when they had a lead of two or more runs, twice, they've lost. Ever. 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 Yeah. Long franchise. Ever. Ever. Oh, good. Uh, also on a positive note, uh, Aaron Judge took batting practice at Coors Field. Yay. Did a little running. Although prior to seeing that bit of footage and reading about it, I had seen, I think yesterday, uh, that they were talking, you know, if they push him on this, you know, he could obviously re-injure it and then it could be a nagging, always there, something he's sure. dealing with for the rest of his career. Sure. Or sure. let him heal and then it won't be something he's got to deal with. Right. Right. Look, I, 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 think, I think we spoke about this last time. The Yankees are not going to settle. They're going to do what they can to get him on the field, get butts in the seats, right? Because everybody knows you're watching the game and going to the game because of him. They may keep winning, obviously not enough, but there's no reason to push him. There's no reason. You, you, you let, you let the, do- well, the doctors really have been terrible for the Yankees, but you've let him kind of determine like how he feels. Like do not just put a timeline out there because that's going to be dangerous for this guy. We got eight more years, you know, and he's, he's our, he's our everything. So you, you just let him take his time and be, be easy. I hope that's the plan. It's not because they're going to they're gonna push because they're going to get desperate. They're going to get to the trade deadline. They're not going to make the deals they need. They're going to get desperate and things are going to fall apart. Well, thanks for that happy perspective. No problem. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I bring the positive. You, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, you want to talk potential trades? We can, but I don't, I don't think you're going to like what I say. But go ahead. Hey, we're partners. Yeah, no. I'm with uh, you. Okay, let's go. All right. Uh, I, I have this phrased as, should the Yankees trade for? So, but don't take this as you've got to give me like yes or no's. But these are obviously a lot of the names that are being floated around. Mm-hmm. So let's get our take on, mm-hmm. do we want to see some of these players in pinstripes? Sure. All right. David Robertson. Should no. they get David Robertson back from the Mets? No. I'm sorry. You, 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 didn't me, you didn't want me to say yes saves. or no. <laughs> um, no, I know. I, I, yes, great piece to have. Would have been fantastic today because Clay Holmes is garbage. Um, would have been a great piece, but I don't see a need for him if we're not winning at the at the clip that we need to win at to be in the playoffs. And I'm going to say enough. that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to set the stage here for all these guys. I'm saying that for all these guys because giving up a lot to do nothing is problematic for the future. You know, and I'm glad you say it that way because – I saw some polls on, on, on the socials, you know, should the Yankees be buyers, sellers, or stand pat? Part of me thinks that they should move pieces. Yes. And like peace, give the kids a chance. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a little corny, but I get what you're saying. You, you understand what I'm saying? I do. Yes. Because I think that goes along with what you started the show with about yes. Baltimore is doing it right. Cincinnati Pittsburgh. This infusion of youth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I saw another thing. Austin Wells, he's yeah. 24 years old. Why right. is he playing double A? Right, right. Then that, that's, as I said, that's always concerning when these guys who are up there in age and have been in the organization for a long time are that low 
you know, what does that show for their future? Right. I mean, we, we looked at, uh, I was looking today and we talked about some of the prospects last week. I was looking mm-hmm. at that top 30 list again today. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there are guys that we have and would still consider to be young players and mm-hmm. certainly rookies. They're not even in that top 30. Right. You know, Estevan Florial, he's yep. not a top 30 prospect. Which is amazing. So as amazing. noted by Major League Baseball. Yeah. Right. Um, um, Davey Garcia. Mm hmm. Not in that top 30. Mm. Heel is, but again, he's coming back from that injury, whatever. Yep. Um, but I was looking at those rosters today between AAA and AA, and I'm like, why aren't, I mean. Right. right. It's almost like, do they need to not make the playoffs and kind of rebuild? I think they do. And I think this is, and if the year is wrong, I apologize, 2016. I think this is where we're at right here. Like, they shipped off pieces, mm-hmm. but they still were able to compete and still made the playoffs that year. They did. You know, and then in 2017, they came back, and that's when they really made their run with the youth. You know, um, I, I think some guys need to go, and I think you need to start bringing up your young guys that you keep saying that are, are, are the guys. You know, you, you let Peraza now do his thing. You let Volpe do his thing. You let Cabrera do his thing. You know, the pitching's not going to go anywhere. I don't think you should unload the pitching unless you're unloading Severino and Herman. Yeah. And I, and I think those two guys are on the trade block, especially Severino, because I don't think they're going to re-sign him after this year. Is it this year or next year? I think it's this year. He's a free agent after this year. It is this year. So I think yeah. like I think I think the writing is on the wall for him. Like there's no need to, to audition for us because we know who you are and you're not who you, who we thought you were. And and you know when when you think about it like that, it's almost like if we're not going to be good, let's find out what we've got. Right. Let let the kids play and yep. if they suck all right, then the rest of the league will know that our prospects were worthless. Yep. But then you know what? Then you can fall back on, we're the Yankees, let's start writing checks. Exactly. And, they, and they're fine with that, unless the owner just says, oh, you know what, we're just going to stay what we have, because I don't want to spend money. But they put the insurance on there, so... I, I also know. started to see the uh, the rumblings on social after the game today. You know, obviously, sky is falling, Rome is burning, the whole thing. Well, they you looked know, awful. Fire boon, fire yeah. Like, everybody's got of to course. go. Of course. Yeah. That's going to happen. I'm not going to sit here and say that, but okay. Go ahead. I, d- I did see a, a funny tweet from uh, Stacy Gatsouli. She was mm-hmm. locked on Yankees. Yep. That she was like, you know, what is, based, I'm paraphrasing, like, what is this team doing? You know, Cashman has to go. They've done nothing under him. And if you want to say 2009, you can't because you then can't. that's when the son said, oh, daddy's dying. Let's spend money. Right. <laughs> It, it, it's unfortunate. That's the truth, right? That was the look at look at what they did there. They got four major players on that on that team, and I, and I think look, I think the best thing for the Yankees is when they finish like like this, where they play like this, because then they actually have to step up, have to start going. But the problem is, there's nobody out there right now. There's nobody out there right now that you can say as a free agent that you need to go get. Don't don't tell me Shohei. Don't do it. Don't don't well don't. Hold on. That's a that's a major problem for the Yankees, not for baseball. For the Yankees, he's a problem waiting to happen. Well, go on. Well, think about it. How many DH spots do you have on a team? Okay, a lot of pieces. <laughs> we already like, have four okay. DHs on this if team. If you want Shohei Otani, they if they let's say they want let's say they could acquire him in the offseason. They've got to find a way to move Giancarlo Stanton. Well, but if then, they want to trade what? for him, they've got to find a way to move him. Right, but but then what? But I'm so. Just so Okay, but so so you have so now you have Shohei, okay. right? You still have Judge, you still have Rizzo, you still have Lemay here. Lemay's got to go. You're going to shuffle all these. Who, who's taking these guys now? Because 
nobody's going to want to take a four-year contract for LeMahieu. I didn't say it was possible. I'm just saying right. what has to happen. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Shohei is a, is a reasonable approach because he needs to be the DH. There's no, right. there's no question. You don't put him in the outfield. He's not going to play first base. And I heard some, some knucklehead on the radio. I, don't, I can't even say who it was. Um, some, one of the hosts was like, well, maybe they put Judge at first base. You don't put Judge at first base. He can't. That's even worse than put him in the outfield. He's going to dive after a ball every time. That's not smart. Right. Right. You can't, you can't get Shohei because of his secondary position. You, you, you lose your DH for Judge. He's going to need it. Right. He's, he's going to need rest. You can't put him 162 games and you see what happens when he's not in the lineup. So you can't have him at DH. Shohei doesn't play anywhere else. He'll pitch. What if he can't pitch anymore? It's a problem for the Yankees. He's a wonderful player. He's a unicorn. He really is somebody who you want to see and you want butts in the seats. But besides the position, if you're Aaron Judge, if you're the face of the team, how do you feel about having Shohei with you? Like, I mean, that I wouldn't be the first time in team history you had multiple superstars. And that was a problem too, wasn't it? I was, I was going back to happier times. Oh, uh, I, thought going, years old. I thought you were going with Jeter and A-Rod. No, uh, I was going back to like, I don't know, like the 50s and the 60s. Gotcha. <laughs> Look, Shohei would be fantastic. You, you don't trade for him. You don't trade for him, first of all, because okay. you have to give up too much, right? When you could legitimately go try to sign him if you right. wanted him. And I don't think he wants to be here. No, I don't think so either. Because so when you did. go, I, I saw you go back and you look when he was coming over in 2017, mm-hmm. he all stayed the away. teams that he was willing to talk to, they were all mm-hmm. the furthest east was the Cubs. Right. This isn't his area. No. Nah. You know, I think he's going to stay on the West Coast. He's not staying with the Angels. That's, that's, Look, Seattle's a great place for him, and he probably loved it there. He loved Ichiro, so why not follow in his mentor's footsteps, right? Look, great player, once in a generation. He doesn't belong here. <laughs> let, let's just be like, let's just be realistic Yankee fans and not be those knuckleheads who are always like, well, we get everybody. No, he doesn't belong here, okay? He doesn't fit what this team is doing. They would have Ever. to change too much to accommodate him. Right, because you're not, you're, you're saying, you got to get rid of Giancarlo. You won't. You got to get rid of uh, DJ. You won't, right? You're not gonna get rid of Rizzo. Like, there's too many things there that just don't that just don't work. It just All doesn't right. work. Well, let me bring up another name. Go ahead, Juan Soto. See, now that's a different story. Talk to me. That's a left fielder, and that 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 is exactly what they said they needed so badly. So maybe maybe this was the plan, right? Because Cashman, I know it didn't work out last year because of injuries. Benintendi, um, other guy whose name I really can't remember anymore. The pitcher. Yep, Just Montas. Keep going. Montas. Oh, Montas. He might be back in August. Yeah, for Red okay, Sox. Sure. Okay, me too. Right. I'll be back in August too. Um, <laughs> look, Soto is a wonderful addition because it's probably not a major trade piece to give up. Like you're not going to look at it and say, okay, we have to give up Volpe and Dominguez and X, Y, and Z because you know for Shohei that's what you have to give up. For Soto, you probably give up a little bit and then you sign him because you need the left fielder and you there, there's no. There's no way you can be like, well, we don't need a left fielder. We have Jake Bowers or we have Frenchy Cordero or guy who sits in the left field bleachers. doesn't matter, right? You'll have Juan Soto in left field. That is actually a move that would be great, fits nicely in that second hole. I don't know. Yeah. That, and, that's and, one I'd be okay with. And uh, again, Juan Soto, he's 24. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't turn 25 till October. Right. That's a 10-year deal that you're like, oh, okay, we can waste 10 years on him. Yeah. He's not 34 going for a 10-year deal. No, no, no. Or 31 going for a 10-year deal, right? This is a guy who, who's in the prime of his career. Having a little bit of a down year, but I think that's just that's San But Diego. you know what? 
you say he's having a down year. Right. It's still Hold on. great numbers. He comes to the – besides Judge, nobody has an OPS over 800 on this team or even close. Interesting. Right? Uh, Juan Soto, in a down year, one, he was an all-star this year. Of course he was. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, uh, a, that's a fan thing. I, you know, I don't always look at that, but go ahead. He's played 93 games this year. Okay. 400 and, uh, sorry, 320 at-bats, 85 hits, 22 doubles, 16 home runs, 50 RBIs, 6 stolen bases, 86 walks. That's what I was just – he's got more walks than hits, and that's what that's what the Yankees need. Could he be a leadoff hitter? Because this team has no leadoff hitter. Glaber Torres – Every time, not, put, I know, every time we, I know, but every time you put him in that leadoff hole, he does great things. Okay, but I don't think long term he's a leadoff hitter. Long term, he won't be here. So for now, you let him be a leadoff hitter. He, he might be going to San Diego. <laughs> very true. Very, very true. Which is fine because then you put Cabrera at second base. Yeah, or Peraza, whatever. Okay, so Juan Soto, you're down for. I'm I'm okay with that. And again, and and. Yes, and I told you who else I'd be down for, and that was, I don't know if you have him on the list this time, but I don't think you do because we talked about it last time. That was Clay Bellinger. So one of those two guys, those are my one and two. Revert, Cody, Cody Bellinger. What did I say? I said Clay? Clay? My bad. <laughs> yeah, Cody, but that's my 1A, 1B. I love those two. Those okay. two guys would be. All right, thoughts on the following player. Yeah. Third baseman. I know. From the Cardinals. I know. Nolan Arenado. What do you think? Um, that dude is a, that's a future Hall of Famer right there. You can't, yeah. you can't say no to him. Right, but what do you give up? You have to give up. You probably have to give up a lot. You probably have to give up a lot more than you would for Soto. Um, I, I, it would be great. That's the kind of guy like, wow, he'd be fantastic. I think he's under contract for a while. So yeah. you just roll over that contract for years. We'll pay that. That's fine. I'm cool with it. But I don't know. I don't know what it would take because I don't know how serious the Cardinals are to get rid of him. Because it's a down year for the Cardinals doesn't mean next year is not going to be a, a, a down year. That's true. This is a very uncardinal like year. Exactly. for the Cardinals. Yeah, right, right. Okay. So really, the the two pieces we are really looking at would be Bellinger and now, you know, I've only heard this in the last couple of days, of Juan Soto. Right. And I only heard because Jeter said something on the uh, All-Star Game telecast. Yes. You know. So, yeah. So my three, my three guys that I would say yes to would be Soto, Bellinger, Arenado, and Catcher, maybe? I, I'd rather have them look within. I don't know what we have. I just need somebody to catch the ball. Maybe you Which like brings it. to my next thing. What like about, I mean, pitching. Is there any pitchers out there, or are we just what, what are we rolling with here? Yeah, I guess you're going to kind of go with what you have. And thank God for Cole, because without him, right. we'd be in fifth place. Well, it really doesn't make a difference, because he didn't get the win today. They were so lost, and he pitched. But he pitched well. Bullpen he pitched great. It up. Yeah, he gave him one run. It up. Right. Uh, actually, on that note, congratulations to Garrett Cole, because he's now the franchise leader in... 10 or more strikeout games with 24. Way to go, Garrett. He passed uh, Ron Kidry. I didn't understand a graphic that was put out. I don't think the Yankees put this out, but they listed four people, mm-hmm. and CeCe Sabathia was in the graphic, and he only had two. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't understand that. But yeah, I didn't see that, so I have to take a peek at that graphic, I guess. Yeah, Cole today, uh, six innings pitched, two hits, one run. It was earned, a walk, and 11 strikeouts. Mm. Ultimately, they lost, so it yeah. means nothing. Also, over the weekend... Uh, Giancarlo Stanton picked up his 1,000th career RBI. Good for him. Hit some bombs in Coors Field. Yeah, did. Although up until, up until today's game ended, he was going to be my primary player, spotlight player, because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was like mashing the ball. Yes. But then he was like over today. So uh, I still have him on here. So 
in the three games against the Rockies. He was three for 11, a double, two homers, six RBI, and a walk. But they lost two out of three. Yeah. Gleyber Torres, mm-hmm. on the other hand, even though they lost, yeah. uh, the he, guy. Is, he is hot out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Seven for his last 15 over this weekend. Uh, triple in an RBI. So he's hitting the baseball. Yep. That's all you need. Get on base. Get on base. All right. Uh, we have winnable series. On? Shall we look ahead? Yeah, so let's look ahead. I don't have any more thoughts because I, I, I don't like where the Yankees are at right now, and I think that they, uh, think that trade deadline is coming real fast. And well, I have the upcoming schedule, and yeah. as we look ahead through July 30th, I know there's 31 days, but I tried to. All That's right, nice. July 17th through the 19th, they will be in Anaheim against the Angels for three games. Then they have an off day, and then they are home for Kansas City for three games. Then they have an off day. It's like last year. They don't play on yep. Mondays. Nope. <laughs> Second uh, half, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. This year, they don't play a lot of Mondays. Yep. Second half of the Subway Series, July 25th and 26th, two games at home against the Mets. And then they are on the road. For the first place Orioles. July 28th through the, well, uh, okay, words are hard. July 28th to the 30th at Baltimore, followed by a three-game series at Tampa Bay. There you go. <laughs> That's their season. Right there. And if you look at the dates right there, you're saying it's 28th to the 30th for Baltimore. Yes. And, and then the 31st, they're in Tampa. 31st, they're in Tampa. Tampa. And that's the trade deadline is August 1st. Is that correct? Isn't it like, is it is it August 1st or is it the 31st? I thought it was August 1st. But either way. Okay. By that time, if the Yankees go into Baltimore and double digits out, it's they very are possible. Home against it's the very Rays. possible. They're home oh, against the Rays. Wait, here you go. Let's go a little bit into August. Yeah, go ahead. Tough so, schedule? Yeah, yeah, I got it. July mm-hmm. 31st through August 2nd, mm-hmm. three games at home against Tampa. Okay. Followed by a four-game series against the Astros at home. That's the first time they're playing the Astros, right? Oh, yep. Man. Uh, you know what? The Astros are not the Astros this year. They gave up 13 runs to the, to the Angels over the weekend and lost. Yeah, but until the Astros don't make it to the World Series. Yeah, the Astros got to make the playoffs, man. Texas, Texas is no joke. This could be a very strange year for baseball be, fans. right everything seems to be working out everything's, everything's coming up we suck yep <laughs> fans are happy so anyway we have a tough road ahead of us through august 6th who's after the astros you want to you want to just take us into august real quick we're gonna do these games. just just a little bit i'm just kind of curious all right so home for the oh, i'm only only asking because of the trade deadline i really i'm really really wondering where the yankees could be falling because they're right, nine so, games so we got our pre-trade right deadline here here's where they're at right. post post-trade deadline yeah. tampa bay mm-hmm. houston uh, on the road for the White Sox, mm-hmm. on the road at the Marlins, on the road at the Braves, and that takes us through 16. Okay, and I only ask, I ask that because I wonder if any of those games after the trading deadline would be games where we can jump back up. Those are not games that we can jump back up. We can jump back against Baltimore and Tampa. So they really need to – so I would say if they're doing anything, they're doing it before the 28th. Do, do you want roughly the re- – I'll give you the rest of August. No, it's okay. I'm, not, I'm still going to give it to you. Okay. Uh, so what I say? On the road against the White Sox, on the road against the Marlins, on the yep. road against the Braves, home for the Red Sox, okay. home for the Nationals, on the road for the Rays, on the road mm. at Detroit. Okay. So very, very winnable series right now, as probably a lot of those teams that you named are going to be sellers. Right. So very winnable if the Yankees decide that, hey, we can still get in this. That's why I really think it's very important to have something in line before the 28th. So you set the tone with the Orioles and with the Rays as this is our new look. Be ready for us as we go forward. Meaning 
they face the Orioles. So you're saying they've got to make some trades. But prior to the 28th. Before the 28th. Yeah, which is not like them because usually it's like deadline. Right. And I don't, I don't think, I don't think you want to wait because those are, would you say, two, three game series, right? Orioles and Rays. That's yeah. six. That's six games where you can make some noise. Yes. And you have your your best pitching probably going. You're gonna have to have your best pitching going. You're gonna have yeah. Rodon. You're gonna have Cole. You're gonna have Nestor back allegedly. Hopefully. I don't know, man. He's, if they're, he's if they're to doing come anything, off the DL on August first, so. He might be in line to pitch August 1st or August 2nd against the Rays. So I really think that if they have something in line, you're going to see a trade coming up the next couple weeks. And if they don't make that big trade before that, they're not doing it. They could make that trade over the weekend against the Rays. I don't don't see it. It doesn't make sense. You want to, I feel like. If you want to go into Baltimore with your new look, here's here's who we're going to battle with. Yep. Be ready. So you want to, you want on the field Bellinger or an Arenado or Or Juan Soto Soto walking into Baltimore. Exactly. I want all the pieces in place. Like these are the two series we need to win. When do, do we play Toronto anymore? Do we play? To, yeah, because remember there was bad September, blood. Right? Yeah, yeah, they don't play Toronto again. Oh, it's it's what it's their one of their last road series of the wow. year, not till like the end of September. Wow, that's late. And that's only three. That's games. good though. That's good though, because let let Toronto fall apart. They're going to do it in their own. I would say big second half series would be obviously Baltimore. Tampa Bay, Houston, uh, Boston, because I mean, you got to beat them to pass them. them. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And they haven't done that all year. Uh, A a series in Tampa Bay at the end of August. And then if we go into September, you got four against the Red Sox. Mm. Oh, sorry. In September, uh, the last two weeks, you've got a home series with the Blue Jays and a road series with two, three game sets. So there's six games left with Toronto. There's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity to get back. But they also got a series with the Pirates, the Brewers. The Tigers. Those teams, those teams are no jokes. Well, Tigers. That's Tigers dope. are surprising people every now and then. It's weird. Look, I mean, look, I, I don't think this team, as it is constructed right now, is a team that we're going to see at the end of the month. And I don't think they're going to roll over. I just don't think it's going to happen. AJ, the team we're looking at can't be the team we see by next Thursday. Um, it has to be a different team in right. eight days. Yeah, you're right. Which is kind of exciting at the prospect. A little bit. A little bit. Well, speaking of prospect, <laughs> uh, let's go down on the farm for a little bit here, shall we? For a little bit. So, AAA, some names that stand out. Obviously, Florial, Everson Pereira, Clayton Beater, Davey Garcia. Uh, Pereira and Beater are your number four and number 13 organizational prospects. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, at AA, you've got Dominguez and Wells, one and two, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at Class A, nobody in A ball is going to be come to the Bronx this year, nope. but you got Spencer Jones and this Drew Thorpe pitcher hmm. making some noise on the bump in the last couple of, I believe he had a game where he struck out. No, uh, it was either Beater or Thorpe had a 10 or 11 strikeout game. That's pretty good. Good for them. Good for them. Mental strength. You need it. It's good. I got to pardon me. Fantasize like, okay, let's say they do the whole hold and don't acquire anybody, but let's say they, let's say they're set. Let's say they sell. Okay. Who's your left fielder? I, I guess it would be Cabrera. Ugh. I, I don't know. Like Bowers is coming back, so like you, you let it be Bowers. I don't give a crap about Jake Bowers. I know. I but like, if we want to infuse, you, we just said who do you want to see. I mean, I guess you, you want to see, see your number four prospect Pereira make yeah. his major league debut in August. I guess if you do that, and you say that, or you say Pereira, or you say Dominguez, like if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, and you're gonna just if you're gonna commit to the future, then that's what you do. 
Yeah. Right? We need new baby bombers. Don't say that anymore. <laughs> uh, Jason Dominguez is in hot. Fuego. He is hot right now. Yes. Hot. Very so hot. hot right now. I mean, I believe on the year he's batting like 260-something. Yeah, but over the last in, two weeks. Yeah, I think in July he's just been on a tear. Yes. So he's making some noise. Yeah, his July is 11 games, 310 batting average, 408 on base, 813 slugging, and seven stolen bases. Nice. You? And how old is he? Uh, 20. 20. 20. Uh, all right. So potential youth infusion coming. Youth. Maybe some of these people we see at some point. Obviously, we have Peraza back uh, due to the Donaldson injury. And again, hopefully that's the last we see of Josh Donaldson. Please take all the time you need to heal whatever it is that happened to you. Hamstring. Is that a two-month injury? Mm. I think it's. I think his ego is bruised. So good. That might Get be him out of here. Anyway, all right. Uh, a couple uh, around the MLB. Go ahead and talk to me. Uh, Bryce Harper played ah. first base this week. Yes, he is. After more than a year at DH, mm-hmm. I believe he hit a home run. He, he went over the week. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> Just, yes, he's back. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> Bryce doing Bryce things. Yep. Could have been a Yankee. Could have been. How's he? I don't understand. Um, um, Giancarlo Stanton. Oh. That, Machado. Right. Machado, too. Oh, Machado. Okay. John, Giancarlo. No, it's too uh, The Brewers, they're alone in first place after Which three is, straight shutout wins. Man, that team, that you don't even realize that they win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still play in uh, the county stadium, right? No. <laughs> oh, yes. Milwaukee. Mille- <laughs> it's Algonquin. If you don't get that reference, you're not old. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, AJ, I discovered a new podcast. Surprise, I have a podcast recommendation for you on this Hey, show. look at that. Different show, different podcast. Yes. Uh, came across, and I've listened to a couple episodes of the Babes, Babes podcast. Want to give a shout out to Jonna Perlinger, Kelsey Bird, and Madison Eisen, three very passionate Yankee fans. Ooh. And they host a podcast called Babes, Babes podcast. I like it. I like it. I have to go to listen. A little hot pink in the logo, a little Babe okay. Ruth in the logo. Okay. Let's take a peek at this, man, boy. I, I will link in our show notes. Uh, uh, maybe we could do a little crossover there you go. action. Crossover is always good. But uh, they've had some great guests. They've got 11 or 12 episodes out. Okay. So they are a younger podcast. That's all right. Um, Guess that's somewhere. Some good guests, some good Yankee content. So we want to show them some love. If you enjoy us, you'll probably enjoy them more, especially if you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Makes sense. I don't know why Makes we're streaming sense. on YouTube. Yeah, who knows? Uh, so you got anything else, my friend? Um. Oh, there is that one. What's the one other thing? Uh, trivia. Trivia. There you go. All right. So again, the question, as we come up on July 17th, on this date in history, 1941, Joe DiMaggio's remarkable 56th game hitting streak ended, but only because of two dynamite fielding plays by what Cleveland third baseman? Uh, you're asking me to... Yep. <laughs> to think of <laughs> Cleveland. An amazing... Cleveland third right. baseman. Right. These were the Indians. Uh, it's all good. I, I don't think you'll get this guy's name if you just pulled three out of a hat and said, choose one. I don't have the answer. Yeah. So I'll just embarrass myself by not knowing it's okay. who it it's is. Go ahead. It's trivia. It's a tough question. So the gentleman played for the Cleveland Indians from 1937 to 1949, one year in 1950 with the Red Sox, third baseman. Ken Keltner. Ken Keltner. Ken ended. Keltner, we hardly knew ye. Yep, but played 13 years, so it's a good career. And he, he's now the guy that we all know who stopped Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak, 56 games. Ken Keltner. Not a bad career. Look at his numbers. 
Let me be honest. Now, do you know the the other fun pe- un- the other fun nugget about DiMaggio's hitting streak? Tell me. Well, obviously, Ken Keltner stopped his 56-game hitting streak. Mm-hmm. And then the very next day, do you know he started a new hitting streak? I do. I don't remember do you how, know many, how many games. I don't. I did, but I don't know what it is right now. I feel like it was like 24 Following or the 56-game hitting streak. Go ahead. The very next day, DiMaggio went on to start a 16-game hitting 16. streak. Okay. Okay. And let's see. what. So he didn't get to 57, but what's 57 plus 16? A lot. A lot. Yep. <laughs> I don't do math. No. Uh, and also, no player has been closer than Pete Rose with 44 and 90. That's outstanding. That, that's, that's one that's never. You ever, ever play that beat the streak game where you can just pick a player every day? Yes, and... I have tried that. I've tried that. I can't get past like three. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do it a lot when Jeter was on the team. <laughs> he didn't get a lot of hits when I would pick him. Yeah. You got to pick somebody else. <laughs> oh, well. All right. You have opinions just like we do. And of course, we would love to hear your opinions. A couple sure ways would. you can send them our way. You can email us, feedback at chasefor28.com. You could also interact with the show on Twitter. We are at chasefor28pod, and we would love to hear your voice on the show. Shoot us a voicemail. Go to chasefor28.com slash voicemail. Uh, Those links will be in our show notes, which are a swipe or a tap away wherever you're listening. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that description. Take a look down below. Uh, Or if you're on your phone listening as a podcast, swipe or tap and uh, send us those links. AJ, I think that'll do it for this episode of the show. This was I fun. Think, yeah, not another good one. I, I I look forward to the coming weeks. See what this team is doing, where we're at. Um, we should be ten games over five hundred based on the series that we have. But see what happens. You know, it's like inflation. Ten games over five hundred doesn't buy what it used to. No, not anymore. <laughs> All right. So again, we love hearing from you. Hit us up on Twitter. Send us a voicemail uh, if you want to support the show. AJ. What are the few ways that people can support this podcast? I got three ways for you if you want to do this. So first, tell a fellow Yankee fan about the podcast. Word of mouth goes a long way in helping us reach new listeners. Number two, become a legend by visiting chasefor28.com slash legend and donating to the show. And then finally, number three, if you want to show love for the Yankees and Chase for 28, visit chasefor28.com slash merch. Get your hands on some cool, cool merchandise. Yes, also links in the show notes. We've got our Penne a la Volpe t-shirt, the Volpe t-shirt itself with the, the Penne Pasta 11, uh, chaser20.com slash Rizzo. Get your Nobody Beats the Riz shirt, our most popular shirt by far. Um, might have some new designs coming, so Uh-oh. please stay to I'm feeling creative. It's summertime. Ooh, baby. <laughs> um, you need like retro. You need like a Bernie Wayne. Burn, baby, burn. Burn. Ooh. Why I love you. You got to go retro. I mean, that was John Sterling did that one. So you got to be careful with the trademark there. But did he trademark burn, baby, burn? Maybe not. Just just saying, be careful. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'll be careful. Um, Also, before we go, uh, we want to remind you to check out SeatGeek, the easiest way to buy tickets for sports, concerts, and more. Visit chasefor28.com slash SeatGeek and use our promo code chasefor28 at checkout and you can get $20 off your first purchase. AJ has done it. I have done it. So between us, we have saved $40. Works. Yes. Um, AJ and I are still trying to coordinate our schedule and sure. try to get to a Yankee game yes, this summer. So hopefully we'll be coming to the Bronx together. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we will see you next time on the Chase for 20. Let's go Yankees. Yankees.